and we got Layla. Or not Layla, Echo. Perfect. I'm here. Awesome. All right. Now we just got to wait for Layla, and hopefully everything goes good. My door is shut. Go ahead and lock it just to make sure that it's disturbed. So how, how's your day going, Echo? How's your day been? Uh, good. I went to... Uh, I went to... Um, went to Five Below. That was fun. Oh, I love Five and Below. I went. It's not Five and Below. It's Five Below. Sorry, sorry. Five Below. I apologize. Get it. Get it right. Fight me. Um, I went to the park and just laid in the grass. Um, that's nice. Maybe. Yeah, kind of all, everything I've done today. I woke up at like one o'clock. So. Okay. No, I'm glad you got rest. You deserve that. I know we went a little later last night. Or, we didn't go later, but you stayed later, which I was a little... Yes. So. But yeah. Layla, how's your day going? Uh, you're very faint. Ah! Hold on one second. You're good. Echo, you should also, uh, Turn your face cam on if you can. I don't know if you can do that. Yeah, I can. Give me a second. Hell yeah. Do I still sound crusty? No, you sound a lot better. Okay, I think because I think that was because I was still connected to Discord. Okay, interesting. I was gonna say because Echo's still pretty loud. It was just for you for some reason. Where I don't know. I'm always, I'm always loud though. Yeah, I'll try it again. See if. Right. Oh, you. You still sound good. Yeah. You still sound good? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So pretty good. A little, like, still a little, like, not Correct. faint. So you're just not as loud as Echo, but you're still coming through, like, a lot crisper. So uh, you should totally turn your face cam on so I can see your beautiful face. Hell yeah. Let's go. All right. Now um, everything's connected well. You can still hear me all right? Perfect. All right. So, yes. Uh, with that, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another session of Tom Floyd with T&K. Uh, may have to start changing the name to something else, though, because once again, Chris is not joining me. But instead, we have Layla and Echo, two of my wonderful and lovely D&D players, uh, personifying Shatters and Trouble. So, yes, thank you all for tuning in, dear listeners. If it's morning, uh, thank you for spending your morning with us. And if it is nighttime, thank you for wanting to listen to our lovely voices yet again before you drift off into the dream world. Um, Layla, Echo, do you, would you like to start with any opening remarks before we get started? It's me again, enemy of Thomas. No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were the worst two people to have together. Why did you put us together on it? Oh, come on. What are you, what are you talking about? That sisterly bond, both in and out of game to an extent. It's, it's pretty cool, except the younger one is apparently the alpha sibling, as would be said in Gravity Falls and by Layla. So, but yeah. I mean, I don't know if she's the alpha sibling anymore. Um, no, I ooh. definitely still am. Mm. 
What is what is your definition of the alpha sibling? I mean, we used to think that Layla had the best like health, both physical and mental wise, but we've found in the in the recent years that it's not true. Yeah, Layla be getting <laughs> fucked up by those bikes. <laughs> Get help. You got, you got a bum knee, you got undiagnosed mental something, you got disorder sy- syndrome. Jeez. Don't talk about my disorder syndrome. When you uh, when you get gobba got by the by yeah, the symptoms disorder. Don't talk about my symptoms disorder. Symptoms disorder. Uh. Interesting. Um, but yeah. So recently, uh, we have started up our next phase, phase four, chapter or book two. Uh, Simic Rising. So, uh, we are officially into our third or fourth session now. Third, right? Am I, am I doing am I thinking about that correctly? Fourth? All right. Yeah, into our fourth session. And uh, a lot of stuff went down. A lot of stuff went down since uh, we had last talked. So, um, what are, what are some of the main things that, that stood out to you? Where are your characters now in regard to what happened walk me through your your thoughts and mental state uh during the time that everything was happening towards yourself towards other characters the relationship between you two um the reunion with a uh, certain uh a certain character oh my boy to sum it up trouble's straight up not having a good time uh, <laughs> i mean she's dying her boyfriend just got kidnapped. One of her friends came back from the dead. Not literally, but, you know, everyone thought he was dead. So that was nice. Um, doesn't really make up for all the other bad shit, but, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. And for you, Shad, we're going we're gonna to nitpick each of these things. I'm very excited to, to get into the nitty gritty. Uh, yeah. As, as far as, like, uh, the friend coming back from quote-unquote the dead um turns out he was just disguised as another character uh but then after we were at the peace summit and there was it was going really well until there was an explosion and everything was not good suicide bomber yeah and then uh turns out it was it was el rey it was el rey um which I called it from the first day. I had, I, I made myself like a little chart. Um, I mean, I have a chart and I wrote, uh, Xyler is Elray for slash against. And I have like, uh, I have different, I have a column for the four and column for against. And the, the four is much more filled up. Um, <laughs> and I was right, I dated it and everything. Six ten. I wrote twenty twenty for some reason. It's not twenty twenty. Um, it's twenty twenty. I don't. Why did I write twenty twenty? That should not be named. Are you trying to curse us? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> My brain is just scrubbing the fact that twenty twenty one is a thing from <laughs> memory. Like I, I don't know. Um, but I called it from the first day. See, my question with that is, I know that you and Layla were on to it, but I'm curious, and I, I don't know if 
Brandy and Josh caught on, or they probably just like weren't saying anything, trying to see like what happened. But for Rhonda, she didn't give like any indication that she knew until you started talking with her. So I'm curious if she would have ever pieced it together if you didn't say anything. I don't know. I don't know. Rhonda's very she's very hard to read. You don't know what's what she's thinking. So like <laughs> you never know what's going on. Until that very... moment comes up and then she Yeah, until the moment her. comes. Yeah. Like ninety percent of what she says and does in game just comes straight out of left field. Yeah. So but let's start with uh start with the intro. Um Ricky's not here, but I know for him that was he he definitely felt some emotions for me personally because i remember most of it i still remember the blood and bone chant which i'm still slightly sad hasn't come back up i really thought it was going to be a thing that followed through but when you brought up the the quiver quote i i instantly remembered it when you mentioned it but at the time it was not something i thought of and as soon as i read that i was like damn what a what a callback and like that, that got me emotional. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> I was just such a such a beautiful thing to throw in there. Yeah, uh, like I said in the last pod, uh, El Rey was the one that Shatters thought about the most out of all the people that she's lost, and. Uh, you know, she's just thinking back to all the stuff that he said when he was still with the group. And, you know, her only thoughts were, I really wish you would have been right because you were the one that made me think that I could change. But, Ooh. man. I mean, for what it's worth, I, I think Shadows is changing pretty well. I like the vibe and the growth that, mm. that's come with Shadows. I think Shadows definitely beginning to become more stable and even even if stable isn't the right word more stalwart in what she stands for so instead of questioning or going back is now what i am who i am and i can be these things in these moments and i'm sticking with it once i have a task to do that's the task that i've been given that's the task i'm going to carry out so yeah i'd say one thing that she's definitely learned, uh, if nothing else, she has figured out that her loyalties really do lie with the party. Mm. Very, very good to know. Um, trouble being the type of surrogate mother and, uh, co-leader of the group how what did what did i want to get your opinion first but layla definitely also chip in uh what did you think of Rhonda going into rp more in the beginning with really setting the scene because i know that in addition to that just really setting the scene for everyone else as well that was something you had stated that you really liked and wanted more of mm-hmm. so walk me through that a little bit um well i really liked the sort of uh just the entirety of like how the scene was set in the beginning. It wasn't just, we jumped straight back in. It was a little bit of like, okay, here's where everybody's at. Um, do with that what you will. <laughs> I, I really liked that Veranda was the one that kind of hit it off. Um, 
because she's she's usually very quiet and also i just uh it was interesting to see schmirgel be so uh to be so emotionally affected uh because you know he's he's normally not unfeeling but he's pretty like stony i guess grounded Grounded. yeah like he he most of the time he's able to kind of like shake things off in the moment when they're happening so he can get through whatever the situation is which is very different from trouble um so it was interesting to see to see him be uh so rattled Mm. because even when you all which that still has not come up um but even when you all travel through the planes together uh, in the final moment, Schmirgel was the one who kind of brought you back after you essentially got sapped into like a World War II era type event yeah. and like shielded you, helped get you to a trench, like the whole the whole shebang. And so when I was meeting with Veranda, something I really wanted to hit on was, you know, you're always this most of the time you're, you're pretty grounded. Even when you were fighting Zeril, you remained fairly grounded, which was good. Like you were. It just shows, you know, how much of a badass your, your character is. But at the end of the day, um, and having two years to really process now, kind of venture out on your own, like, you're no longer in a constant state of live or die. Um, and you're, you just turned 13. Schmirgel was 11 when everything else happened. Like, he's still a kid. So I really wanted to try and put emphasis on that for the entire party and be like, hey, you know, you guys have kind of forgot that this is a 13-year-old boy. He's going through some shit still. Like, you know, he's he's grounded, but at the same time, no longer having a voice to be within his head. He's really become attached in the sense of not only having the party, but also having spirits being able to just talk to at any point in time in his head always being surrounded by somebody so in a way he's also going through this type of social withdrawal so then being put thrust in that scary situation all by yourself especially at you know that young of an age was i really really want to make the party feel this so and it was it was hilarious too because in the first like 30 i think we practiced for about like an hour of uh rada just trying to find the right kid voice for schmirgel especially one that was scared she was trying so hard because, like you said, she's normally quiet, so she was really trying to get out of her comfort zone. I was so proud of her for that, and I hope that carries on like as we continue to do more sessions. So, but yeah, yeah. Uh, another interesting thing about the, the whole thing with Schmirgel in the beginning, um, it was uh, had trouble not been alerted to the fact that Schmirgel was missing. I don't know if she would have been so coherent in the moment. Really? That, yeah. that is interesting, actually. It's very interesting. Because, you know, things very uh, disoriented, very out of it. Like, not sure what she's seeing is uh, reality or not. Mm. And I was, oh, baby boy is, is missing. No one can find baby boy. I gotta find my baby boy. Oh. It does. I let me. I actually wrote something down that I really liked. Let me let me go find that real quick. Okay, nice. Specifically, specifically about that moment. Uh, 
She got receipts. I got receipts. Um, I wrote down, Trouble doesn't trust this is real, but she loves Schmeargle, and that's enough. Uh, oh! Damn. So. Damn. That is... That is something. That is something. Uh, see, there's... There's something I, I want to bring up because the, the relationship between you and Shmirgle is strong, but there's still one thing. Because part of Shmirgle's flaw is that he never forgets the good things and the bad. And there is something that he blames you for that he has not brought up yet, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, you've, you've mentioned that before. The only thing I can think of is... Um... The fact that uh, we had uh, that trouble and Schmeagle had made plans to um, to like to use the religious idol she had on him uh, to like turn him back into into a real little boy instead of you know a lich. I'm a real boy now. <laughs> uh, but that situation sort of took care of itself with whatever Schmeagle is now. Yeah. So. It, it, I don't so, think it's that. I'm I'm gonna tell you because I I do want to be brought up, and I don't know if Miranda's gonna be able to do it naturally. So, she or er, her character feels um uh, what's the word um resentment towards you when Rivendale came to the ship. Or no, Kair came to the ship and offered to make a deal and took his brother. He feels like you had completely ripped any option from all parties' hands, giving the relics to Blake and making sure that none of you, which I, it was the right choice. It was the smart choice and the correct choice, and I'm proud of you for that choice. But for Schmeargle, you're the one who almost got his brother killed as well, which I think is very interesting. Understandable, understandable. Um... Very understandable. So. Um, but yeah, food for thought. Other than that, Schmeargle has, like, no other, like, negative ties towards you. So. I mean, Trouble, to be honest, Trouble doesn't really have any uh, negative, like, opinions about any of the party. Except um, maybe, you know, Xyler, Elray. No, I... I like an interesting tension always there between Elray and Trouble and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, in the in the beginning, uh uh before um the whole thing with trouble and Blake ending up in a relationship happened, I did uh kind of throw around the idea of trouble um developing feelings for Elray at some point. Ooh. It is so interesting you say that because i shit you not the day or no the day of the session i had a dream and it was that when black got taken and it took you guys so long to find him that you and el ray ended up developing something and then it was weird when you two got to uh like but what made it even weirder is because of the amount of time it took to find him there was a moment where you two blew off steam. Yeah. Yeah. 
so and I woke up uh, I was like man that was interesting I was fucked up um yeah was- but then I was like well that's never gonna happen and then yet here we are and I was like maybe I'm not crazy <laughs> <laughs> what if that does happen though like you never know you never know how trouble I mean I feel. know well I I guess you're right I can't say that I I know a character but I don't think Tribble would do that. She's a very em- emotionally would do that. All I all I can say is that Trouble is a very emotionally impulsive person, so I really I really don't know um mm. if that is if that is ever a situation that could occur or not. Um Trouble Trouble loves the entire party very deeply. Um But yeah, that was a, that was an idea I originally uh, had, because uh, Elray was the one that she was like the closest to, aside from the children. Um, yeah, you two had a very like interesting back and forth. Like it was weird too, because like half of it seemed brother and sister that just get on each other's nerves, and the other half of the time it seemed like that odd romantic tension between mm-hmm. opposites that attract. I was like, this is very interesting i'm curious to see like how they continue to play off of this so yeah but the 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 conversation that they had uh, at the end of the session oh my god don't even get me started don't even talk to me emotional i didn't expect it to be me either that good (laughs) like uh like trouble was like 95% 95% sure that like okay everything's real this is all this is all real I'm not actually dead but she was still like just for my own peace of mind Reach I need to for the sky yeah for, my, for her own peace of mind I need to talk with him alone so you know and then she had uh, an attack right before uh, he came to her room so she couldn't really have done much anyway um, <laughs> if it wasn't really him. Uh, but yeah, the trouble just had trouble has a lot of feelings about a lot of things. One of those things being El Ray. So yeah, and I'm I'm glad you brought it up too. But I'm waiting for the shit show that's gonna be with Shatters. I hope Shatters is relentless because I'm I'm glad that you like called El Ray out on some of his bullshit. Not even the leaving part, but just like fucking. What do you mean I wasn't doing anything? I was I was helping the goddamn studio. You were off being your own goddamn vigilante. I was like, this is this is getting good. This is getting so good. It was like that, like beautiful heated argument, just from like two close friend reunion. Like this is gonna go one of two ways. As soon as you sat down on the bed, I was like, either you're gonna like say something very, very just stoic. This guy is getting decked, or you're about to just give this man a hug. And I had no idea which of the three was about to happen. I had no fucking clue. (laughs) No, like. In the moment, in the moment, the the happiness of having one of the people she lost suddenly return uh, overrode everything else. So, hugs. That was good. I that moment. I just want you to know, like, I I, st- I still have not recovered from that moment. Like, I I was over here, like losing it, like rolling around in my chair, just like not not being okay <laughs> yeah I, I wasn't i wasn't really even paying attention to ricky during that and like 
Maybe it is his his facial features as uh, El Rey and Trouble having the conversation. I was just watching you the majority of the time. <laughs> I'm so, uh, I expressions. I say with all of my heart, I am so sorry that I am the way I am. I'm not. I'm not. I, I well, one, my goal was to make some people cry, but second of all, I was just like, yes, I'm hitting them in the fields. Some good shit. <laughs> Holy crap, but that moment during uh, your guys' conversation where El Rey just, like, exploded for a second, he was like, Trouble, I love all of you, but you have to use your heads. Think, Trouble, think. <laughs> <laughs> Implicated you? The Black Lose was still around? I was halfway there before 21's bet was made a reality? The fucking, the, yeah, here we are. We're just kind of bound at this point. Just fucking, it was just, oh, it was so good so good and then uh, a good a good point Layla brought up uh earlier when I was talking to her about it um trouble hadn't trouble had not planned to have El Rey be the first person she told about her condition uh she had planned to sit the the two kids down and tell them about it but it just kind of well we're already here <laughs> guess what and Layla, Layla said that uh, she really enjoyed that moment. I don't know if enjoyed is the correct term, but... Quote, unquote, enjoyed. Yeah. And so, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, you wake up the next morning, which... Um, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, because especially with what, what's to come and Desmith's meeting... Um, I'd be lying if I didn't say each of you would be getting a, a visit. Don is a very, and actually is, a very reasonable guy. Um, with what happened, it actually comp- did not go to plan at all. He did not plan on, like, being there. It was supposed to be a simple acquisition. He was going to wait for you guys to be like, all right, look, there are two ways this can go. <laughs> um, and he just kind of went to hell, and he was just like, well, fuck, you know, I got to deal with whatever fucking courage you dealt with. Um, but, especially due to Desmith's uh, acquisition of, of memory to Cecilia, your names are going to be cleared. Simic's going to have to do a lot of finagling. Um, a lot of finagling. But, ultimately, uh, Dalaran will attempt more reasonable or trade-based options before he fully resorts to violence. He, he, he would like to keep things civil if possible. Only when he does experiments that he pursues his ambition with relentless fever. So, I'm curious to see uh, what choices you all make and how much you care about certain people. Oh, I love the way you pronounce words, Thomas. Forever, fever, what the fuck off. <laughs> Finagling. That's how you say it. Finagle. No, it's finagle. No, it's finagle. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> finagling. I, that's what I, I said. Finagling. <laughs> what <are> you... <laughs> now, there's no N. There's no N. So just finagle? Say it again. <laughs> fa 
neg, like n, like n e g. That's not how it's, it's not. Yeah, finagling. It's not finagle. That's no. It's it's angle. Finagle. No. no, it's not. Yes, it no, is. It's not Thomas, I don't believe you. Finagling. <laughs> Why? It's finagling. I don't. Thomas, you. when have we ever been wrong in in these situations? <laughs> I should make a list. You should. Um. I think I will. I think I'll finagle that list. Actually, it's it's just like simultaneously. Simult. The meridian. Yes. Yeah, so, how would you say it? Simultaneously. Okay, you got me there. All right. Look. <laughs> Whatever. Speechless. Speechless. He knows he's wrong. Yeah, in that one instance. <laughs> that one. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, that's no, like every, that's like comparing grimace to grimace. Some people just put more emphasis on a part of Nobody it. says grimace. I will literally send you the audiobook that I'm listening to, and the goddamn, uh, whatchamacallit, the voice actor says grimace. Well, he's wrong. Nobody fucking says gr- grimace. I alternate between the two. Tomato to fucking tomato. Fuck off. <laughs> If you ever use the the word grimace during a narration, I'm leaving. (laughs) That's not a word! It's not a word! (laughs) The options for pronouncing that. Oh, so I guess guess the words that uh, Ricky and Brandon and I came up with, such as observance and mitro, aren't words, huh? Huh? Those are fun fun little mashups. Those are not just incorrectly saying mm. words i'm just coming to the conclusion that you're mad that i'm right that's all i'm here first of all no um <laughs> so anyway anyway <laughs> i went in blasting <laughs> so anyway we're gonna drag thomas through the mud <laughs> um hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, El Rey. Um El Rey. relationships. He's back. Um he's indeed. Everybody I, I like that the session ended with like everybody just going to bed alone and kinda sad. That was so terrible. That was so upsetting. <laughs> uh Schmeergle's interaction with Laura it was was the one I was not prepared for. Yeah. That was surprising to me because something i don't know if you two have fully like got or even if your characters know ever since cleveland left um schmiergel's been i mean obviously you've seen how clean he is with jace but um since laura is like the only consistent spirit the consistent sentient sentient spirit that he can be with um instead of just like chilling with black uh laura now goes with schmiergel and just kind of like sings them lullabies to sleep and just kind of like chills with him in bed and like other stuff until he's able to settle his mind and I it's caught just that a couple yeah. of times and I was like oh <laughs> yeah. baby boy oh that's rough <laughs> yeah I feel so bad for Schmeergle same yeah so Ellery's back bomb happened Bomb happened. Um, uh, kind of surprised you all didn't attempt to like prove your innocence to some degree. You had like a really good setup. Desmith was all prepared to jack the radios. 
Um, on top of that, he had proof of memory, unaltered memory. Um, Jace would have had your back. I'm just very... I'm, I'm a little surprised that none of you went that route. That You went straight to just running. I I'm think, exactly very surprised. I think I, at this point, we're all just a little bit paranoid. Yeah, definitely. I think we're all... I mean, maybe not all of us, but I think... A, a good a good chunk of us are like, what's the fucking point? We keep having to prove and prove over again. Let's just go. Yeah, like I think at least at least from uh, at least trouble. She's I think she's kind of reached her breaking point for doing things the the correct way. Mm. Um. So I I do have a theoretical question. Then, say you get word from Cecilia and Jace that your names have been cleared in Ravnica. How would you react? Okay, awesome. I'm not coming back. I gotta go rescue my boy. <laughs> like, honestly, trouble doesn't really... Ravnica's her home now. Um, she would go back to Ravnica eventually, but right now her only like train of thought is go to Benali and figure shit out. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Alright. That's that's fine. Um gotcha. But yeah, Rip Trick was smart. Everything else is pretty smart. Uh Desmith's hypnotic pattern is uh quite something. It's so clutch. It's... Every time he does it. Yeah, just give a little kiss of my disco ball. Like, throw it into the crowd. <laughs> it was like, it's so good. Oh, it's that other DC 20 saving throw. Gee, I wonder if he'll succeed. Oh no, everybody went down. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what are you, you going to do? <laughs> Who could have foreseen this? I feel like every time Desmith casts a spell, it's just, it's exactly what we need in the moment. Like,. <laughs> Desmith is Desmith. And then the funny part is, like, I barely hit him, but I don't realize how low his HP is. And so as I'm, like, trying to, like, get him down to get to do something, or to, like, you know, acquire something, such as <coughs> relics, uh, they're just like, ah, fuck, it doesn't look like I'm really doing anything to you. I'll just go. Brandon's just sitting there. I was at 10 HP. You could have, you fool. And every, every, every session was like, damn. <laughs> How much so, HP does he have? Like 70, maybe 80. He has less HP than me? Yeah. Shit. That's what I'm saying, but his AC is like fucking 25. Then I'm like, well, then he's like, hey, wait, guess what? Shield. I'm just like, oh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> Speaking of AC, my AC is a 15 now. Yeah, that was good. You actually <laughs> avoided some attacks. It's not a 12 anymore. Uh, yeah. See, the thing is, is like, I, I've started to mix up mages and melee characters because one, like logically, I could have like in an ideal setting, right? The melee fighters would probably aggro El Ray, right? And then you would have some of the mages either giving buffs or doing stuff here and there, which is fine, is like really good from a player perspective because odds are they're not ever going to hit this guy. But then the problem becomes okay. Well, then all of you, I don't, I feel like combat would get boring at some point because one of two things. One, 
Elray is attracting all the enemies, and then you guys don't have to, to deal with anything. But two, if half of you never get hit, is it really challenging? So that's why I started throwing like more mages into the mix and stuff to try to do other other effects. Um, but yeah, Desmith, Schmeargle, and twenty one right or uh, and uh, Desmith, like your frontline fighters, is very very interesting. So. Yeah, I initially planned for you guys to go through the city, and I was going to have, like, a trail of bodies that you saw progressively get more and more mutilated as Blake's uh, mental decomposition took hold more and more. Um, but that's okay. I also had, like, a really cool map where there was a bridge, and, like, the only options were to fly away, fight on the bridge, or jump down to the second bridge. I thought that was going to be a really cool moment. We need to do that. Um, have given the boy a teleportation circle. We said shortcut. So I I just went with it in the moment for time's sake. But the thing is, when you're crafting a teleportation circle, I don't think it takes a minute to do. I think it's a ritual. Is it really going to take a minute? Okay, never mind. Then. But yeah, he how initially... long it takes to cast this spell is how long it takes to like do all the shit. Yeah, but yeah, that makes sense though. But yeah, no, she had or he had um done that over the course of the two years. So one, uh, they could go between Jason's office and the ship better since they would want to frequently visit. And then they also made a safe house because you know Jason's plans have plans on top of plans. Uh, just not everybody knows them. Then on top of that, Schmier was like, we already had a declaration once. It would suck if something like this was attempted again. So. Let's find a spot. <laughs> so. But yeah. But that all happened. You guys went through the motions. Um, then at the very end of it, you all come back to the ship. Mm-hmm. How do you... Did you ex- would you have ever expected Blake to be... Brought to his knees, so to speak. Uh, honestly, yeah, because uh, he's the type of character that uh, doesn't doesn't know when to quit. <laughs> yeah, like keep going, keep going, like until you either win or don't. Like, <laughs> mm. okay. So we're either so in that sense. Then, when you got back, were either of you surprised? Was there a different outcome that you were expecting, or just something to have happened? Honestly, I did not expect Blake to actually be taken. Yeah, I re- I thought we were making some good progress there, and then all of a sudden it was like, bip, they're gone. I mean, you were the only. Like, I was, I was a little surprised, because one of two things. One, um, you almost got it. The barrier was almost completely taken down. I was like, damn, Blake might actually get to have some of these cool interactions I wanted. Uh, but then, on top of that, Desmond fails his check, and no one was able to get into the circle. So mm-hmm. no one could stop him from being taken. And yeah. then, like, half the party was up there and just went to the airship first, instead of, like, or, or they just... They couldn't find like a way down, so it was just like, damn. 
Mm-hmm. So close. I would say you were like either one combat turn away or oh. two player decision changes away from saving Blake. Oh. Yeah. So and oh, when you when you narrated like him like making eye contact with trouble and just like the, the look of like fear he had, uh that shit hurt it. Um That shit hurted. I'm actually slightly surprised. I knew it would be a little, you know, like oof. I didn't expect it to be oof. And I like, like trouble, like, like she loves the dude, like that. Her, her, her main objective now is rescue him, like. The, the whole, I'm dying, I should probably get that taken care of thing, that's kind of been pushed to the side in her mind now. Um, you want to know the funny part about that, though? Before you continue? Um, mm-hmm. Technically, in a way, like wasn't even supposed to be there. Technically, he was supposed to be in a different plane looking for your last component. You yeah. and Blaze convinced him to relax a little bit. Yeah. Mm. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> See, that's just just a little food for thought. I don't. For Shatters, I don't think any of this stuff has, like, truly set in for her. Like, I feel like, you know, the Peace Summit didn't go good. You know, Elray's back thought Schmeargle was gonna die. Uh, something's going on with Trouble, but she can't figure out what. Um, and then... Blight got taken, she saw Dalaran, um, and all the Simic people, and it's really, it's really not set in, and so I feel like maybe sometime next session, somewhere in there, it's gonna finally hit. She's in for, for a nice little breakdown? Yeah. Which, speaking of which, um, Trouble, I believe you're one of the only people that hasn't had a one-shot yet. I have not had a one-shot. I don't know what I would have a one-shot one It depends on what it is. You'll find out. I mean, sure. I don't know... I don't know what, what it would be, but sure. Okay. Noted. Uh, it pertains oh. to your Planeswalker Spark. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing that, you know, she's just not... You know, like, oh, nothing's really happened. No, there's been no, like, new developments with that, so we're just gonna not think about it until we have to. Yeah. I got, I got, some, I got some stuff lined up. Um, but yeah. Uh, ho- uh, and either, like, maybe tonight or the next few days, I'm gonna post some stuff about Demetrium, and I'm actually gonna leave it up to all of you what the effects are, so I'm gonna have, like, three options that I've thought of that I think are fair. And then you can either mix and match them to be different, or you can choose one of them and let me know if you think it's balanced. So I will be releasing that soon uh, for Demetrium. I think I've got some some pretty good ideas for it. Uh, 
the other thing is um what did you think of the uh the outro <clears throat> with uh with Blake Dallard and Desmond? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that Dalaran is on the ship and we don't know. I mean, according to, to Brandon, we're gonna know real, really quick. Um, See, that, that's the thing. And I was thinking about it. I was like, what's one thing that I could just really tempt Brandon with? I'm just like, I could give you immortality. Now that I have Blake, I can do it. So. Oh. Would Desmond want immortality, though? It's like, his main goal. It is really? his main character ambition, because if he can become immortal, or the longer he lives, the more knowledge he can obtain. Ah. Hence why he did a body swap. Yeah. And was that technically grooming Hazel for another body swap. You didn't tell us that. No, nobody knew. No, we don't know that. <laughs> Talented, smart, younger... Elf live longer. Oh God! Desmond isn't evil, is he? No, actually, he's uh, he's neutral. Okay. He's a pretty good guy. So, just... so, so his like body swapping thing—that's like it has to be like, like consensual. Like he's not gonna just uh, like. Doesn't that's the thing? The the time he did it was not consensual. Um, if it's like, consensual, it... that's cool. But he uh, let's just say he he had some hiccups along the way trying to. Use mind flayer tech. He didn't fully understand. <laughs> well, and the, you said he was he was like grooming Hazel to like body swap with her. Essentially, wanted to find someone that could live longer than him. Was had an innate talent for figuring things out. Had a high intelligence. Um, he's not just gonna body because like the way that part of your depending on how well the process goes, part of your mind, part of their mind will now reside with yours. So if you do it with a strong mind, a healthy mind, intelligent mind, the process goes much smoother. However, if you don't, you can think about it as overloading a battery with too much electricity. But like that is, was this like some sort of discussion he would have with Hazel or just like... Oh, Hazel does not know. So, so what? He's just going to be like, oh, my body now. He was thinking about it. Yoink. He was thinking about it. That sounds pretty evil to me. Just saying. Like, I mean, you know, what What really is evil? Process is supposed to eradicate their consciousness. There's supposed to be no pain. That's still stealing her body. That's pretty freaking evil. Just the preservation of a mind, I guess you could say. No, that's stealing a body. <laughs> hey, you know. that's stealing a body. I'm hoping, I'm hoping someone else is already living it. Because I would, I would love for uh, someone to confront him about it. But let's talk about our characters' morals. <laughs> All right. All right. We can vibe with that. What's so? Uh, trouble? Which, but before we do continue on that, though, I hope that with this arc is going, I don't want any of you to feel like I'm punishing you for doing good because you did a lot of great things in Ravnica so I hope that like what happened doesn't make you feel as if everything you did was for nothing because that's the last way that I want to make anybody feel I mean uh, this the, the the saying goes like the 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 easiest 
the, the good path is not always the easiest path or whatever it is. So like, gotta break out the proverbs. Yeah. Oh. Well, good. I mean, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about morals. All right. That's always fun. God. Um, you want to start with your little murder bird, Layla? No, well, like what? You gotta ask specific things. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta inquire. Like, inquire? Yeah. Like, well, what do you, what do you want to know, Echo? What do you want to know? I don't know. See, I, I can just, I can just talk, and things, things come out of my mouth. I don't need to be asked questions. I just talk. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll pose questions. I'll be the mediator here. And in addition, if you have any questions about other characters or NPCs also let me know um so for example trouble uh what, your morality around killing right now you seemed a little bit more uh, to kill towards the end of yeah. that a little bit more yeah. um torturistic even more of a more tapping into your inner fiend uh I feel like tr trouble's hit another another breaking point of just like Obviously, being the nice person isn't working. Well, so. well, I wouldn't say it's not working. It has worked for you. Yeah, it has. Sure. But in these in these situations, like, like she's she's just right now. She's a little she's a little bit feral right now. Um, Which is not fair. Like, like, kind of. We were all safe and happy, relatively. And now everybody's in danger again. My boy has been taken. Uh, my little bird has a spike in her eye. Uh, my boy is, my, my small boy is scared. My other boy is back. Like, so like, uh, she's kind of in like a, a high alert mode. Like, okay. okay. Noted. Noted. It's because I would say, like, if anything, also, too, I don't think the party's really given you room to be nice in certain situations. If anything, uh, mainly two people every time just start blasting before any talks are able to be had. So, technically, the opportunities you've had to be nice, you've never been able to reap the benefits from because people keep stopping you. I guess in a way, not even not even the enemies actually. I mean, think about it. Rivendale, um, Elric or uh, Roscoe or fuck Kurt. <laughs> Kurt just decided to just go in and start swinging. To be um, fair, though, we all none of us were really like sure what we were supposed to do. Yeah, um, I know, that's and like half of us froze, half of us took action, and it was just a mess. Yeah, but like even even at the at the rally, Zyler just jumped onto the stage. You didn't have a single chance to try and talk people down. Um like you know? Just saying. Uh, I feel like the, I feel like trouble's gonna get a chance um when we get to Vanalia. Um specifically when it's time to go go see the old dad. Um I feel like she's she's <laughs> She's gonna get a chance to flex the 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 the, the charisma. Um, 
you'll definitely it's gonna be a very half and half sway because people know you they know of you they know the things that you've accomplished and you do have a lord's name i do um however you know getting through certain securities talking to anyone below the rank of knight maybe even certain knights and that you knew or may, maybe even grew up with um getting you know certain access to certain places sure but at the same time you are in a area that is uh also filled with certain religious crusades and zealots so while some people have a slightly more open mind than others um you are still a tiefling and they yeah. will not uh, take kindly to that. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to like uh, spoil is the is not the right word, but like trouble. Trouble has a a, a bit of a of a plan. Uh, I am looking plan. forward to said plan. Oh, no. Um, she, she has plans to like go directly to uh, Elias Thornwood. Not as not as uh, his daughter, but as uh, trouble of the six coming to negotiate for help. As big mama. As big mama. <laughs> so, after years of that'll be a good that'll be a very interesting interaction because there there are two ways I'm debating on how to play your father and. I'm not quite sure which route I want to go. I'm probably either going to go a mix of Tyrion Lannister, or I may either go Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion or Tywin? Sorry, Tywin. Tywin Lannister. Tywin's the dad. Or I will go the route of, um, have you seen Invincible yet? A little bit. I may end up going the route of Mark's dad. Ooh, Omni Man. I, I I already sort of like um I already pretty much envisioned him as a very Tywin Lannister type of figure. So um all about the outward appearance and the the very strict, very uh the house is the most important thing, that type of that type of man. Let me let me rephrase that. It'll either be regardless of what has happened legacy is his thing and you are still you still hold the name so yeah. even just doing anything could still look bad or it'll be well you know what maybe it's about time I make another <laughs> well, also, 17 more years yeah um, but like to be fair he didn't make trouble like that, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't I don't uh, from Trouble's perspective, uh, I don't, maybe he has found out some way, but as far as Trouble knows, he does not know that she knows she is not his daughter. Oh, you yeah, know, he definitely does not know. So yeah, like, need, need be, she's, she's holding that over him, uh, and will use it, use it to whatever capacity she can to get what she wants. Um... Like I said, she's not she's not going to be coming to him as her, her, her as the long lost daughter returning home to to play to play good noble woman. She's uh, she's coming to him as one powerful person to another powerful person 
to negotiate. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. That isn't to say she won't get heated about the fact that, you know, her childhood was shit and he was an awful father. Um, but she has, her goal is going to be to remain civil. Hmm. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I don't know. That will be that will be quite quite the uh, interesting interaction. I am looking forward to that. Echo, would you be mad if I killed your dad? I mean, let me squeeze whatever I can out of him and then go for it. Let like, me I, kill I, I will say this. If you wanna go ahead and kill her dad, alright. I won't stop you. But um, it's not going to be an easy feat. It's not going to be like, oh, this guy walks in, walks out, someone fight. No, no, they they are going to lock down the city, go door to door. There will be like no one leaving. Like, like I said, it is going to be a very different experience in Dominaria. Like guards, they they're literally mingled with the crowd. Like there is someone somewhere. At every point in time, uh, if you want to like, which sucks because it's, it's going to be hard for rogues to do stuff. It'll be more opportunity, but at the same time, like these these aren't your standard goon police. Like these are knights of Banalia, trained in the way of glass making swords that have been blessed from the heavens above, and will like attempt to attain on sight. And if need be, kill. They won't face consequences. Sand boys. Dominaria and Benalia, they're much more much more militaristic and a lot less magic-y, from my understanding. There is is magic. Just restricted to mages that come from the church. So maybe Ravnica's society seems very heavily dependent on just like everyday magic all over the place. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Which is not how it is in Benalia, correct? <laughs> no, no, not at all. And as I was saying before, like, I mean, you even fought some of the guards, and those were just, you know, like minor Kingsguard, but like they they were equipped with blades that were ready to to dispel magic, to to make you lose spell slots with reflective armor like they were they were tailored to combat mages and they were uh and those weren't even like true knights those were just lord guards those weren't even true banalish knights just to just to give you an example and like the way that they're trained like they are trained they, they don't have like quote-unquote rules of war they're trained to to carry out the mission at all costs. So like they play dirty. They don't there's no there's no fair fight to them. <laughs> um and they have the mentality of take action, ask questions later. There's a separate sector of people with jobs for that. But like they steal you steal bread. It's just like, well we can do this one of two ways. Uh you're gonna come peacefully or you're a hand for the bread. So what's it gonna be? Try to run. All right, kill on sight. One less. Sometimes the trash just has to be taken out from the city, you know. I mean, who knows? Maybe Shatters won't need to kill Trouble's dad. I mean, maybe Trouble will do it. Who knows? Which will also be very interesting because that could go a lot of different ways too. Because 
an unknown person killing a lord, you know, that's that's one thing, but if the the daughter or the eldest son just happens to find the lord dead and be like, oh no, <laughs> well, I guess we should look for this person who did this. Trouble is a very good command now, legally binded, so carry out my orders, fool. <laughs> Trouble's uh, she troubles a very good actor. Uh, and also, you know, if she were to kill him, she wouldn't do it with a knife. Like, she would, like, there are ways to make magic, you know, not noticeable on a dead body. Toss his ass in the river. Toss his ass in the river, yeah. Um, Trouble could literally just, like, melt him from the inside. She could, like, she could brain hemorrhage. Something like that is very fiendish, being the only... So I'm just saying that would also just, you know, do what you want, but just keep keep in mind certain things. I mean, Trouble Trouble has like, she hates him, but right now she has no desire to kill him. Um, like she she needs she needs stuff from him. Uh, she she plans to collect. Um, but like you know maybe like. I don't know, like, it, it could be possible that, like, her dad has his fingers in some not-so-nice pies, um, and, you know, maybe he needs to die. We'll just have to see. You know? Like, like, what if her dad's, like, in tight with Simic? Like, who knows? We don't know. So, like... Simic does have a different type of presence in Dominaria as well. So, oh. This is a land where the wealthy rule... Mm-hmm. Only way it is. <laughs> so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, I think we've uh, oh, um, but yeah, I guess uh, last thing we're wrapping up. I don't mind going a little over time here. Um, with all of this said, all of these emotions swirling, what do you think it is that allows us to get so invested into these characters? What do you think it is that? Like, is it just personification? Like, what what is going on in that regard? Uh, I think I think it can be a combination of a lot of things. Um, you know, uh, getting really you know immersing yourself really heavily in the story. Uh, it's one aspect of it. Um, you know, really feeling the emotions of your character, but also you know some like. A lot of times you don't get that outlet in regular day-to-day life, and it's it's an easy like way for uh, emotions to just kind of take free range. There's not really any consequences to getting super emotional as a player when you are role playing. Um. No, that's definitely very well said. Um, yeah, uh, Layla, what about you? Um, let me think. I think for me personally, uh, it's just really easy for me to get uh, absorbed within the story and like into, uh, into the mindset and the emotional state of my character. So it's it's very easy. Like if Shatters is crying, I am also crying. Um, and I think one way that I think about it is like I 
I'm I'm a sucker for a good like movie or book that makes me cry. And it playing uh D D or another tabletop game, it's pretty much like that, except you're doing it with other people. You you are creating you are creating the show or the book. And like especially if you aren't the one talking, but two other characters are talking and you're just like sitting there and listening, it's 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 the same. It's it's the movie effect. Mm, interesting. No, I, I would say that that's very correct though. Um I was I wanted to bring that up because I was talking to Lady in the office today. And uh, I viewed it similar to it's almost like a type of acting. Um and part of the reason why she never got into it because she's like, oh, you know, I don't think I'd really be good at it. I was like, well, once you get past, you know, the initial, you know, 30 minutes, hour, depending on how new you are, of, of character creation and doing some of the math for stats and, and damage and everything else, uh, the rest of it just kind of comes because, like you said, it's not, you're not able to vent certain emotions in everyday life, but in this game, you cannot only be who whoever you want to be, but you can either personify yourself through the character and act as a way that you would want to without a mask or just you know having free range like you said or in a manner that you've wanted to explore or maybe wanted to get better understanding of so maybe instead of playing the the cunning stealthy agile rogue you you play a brute who is a powerhouse or a tank or a paladin to satisfy a hero complex protect your friends or um you know or again, going back to the rogue or the warlock of making dark packs and and making uh, questionable decisions and in, in gaining for your own personal gains, such as stealing or pulling a heist or something else of that nature. That's not something you can just you know freely go out in the streets and do. Mm-hmm. And then from <laughs> that, especially whenever you get to not just develop the character, but you you grow with the character. So your emotions slowly become their emotions, especially in RP. Over time, uh, eventually you just kind of stop thinking about it. It just kind of happens. And now you have this character who you've, who've come to love. It's almost like you're writing your own poetry piece or your own story or making a work of art that's your own that you're proud of. And you get to share with this special group of people that also understand that other side. And that's what I just absolutely love. Because anything that our characters go through, we also go through. And then we might be able to take that into a different aspect of our life. So... Yeah. Yeah. I think also, no matter how hard, whenever we're creating a character for a campaign, even if we try to make the character as far from ourselves as possible, um, you know, if you play them, if you play them, you'll realize that there, there is a big part of yourself in this character. Uh, whether it be just through like uh, mannerisms or morals or any of what goes into a character, personality traits, uh, trauma. trauma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, it's little pieces of my trauma. And I, and I think in a way, it's also like a like a, a safe space to work through that as well. It's a it's a if you have the right the right. The right table and the right group it's a it's this D D or any tabletop rpg is very much a safe space to explore certain emotions certain aspects of your own trauma by incorporating them into your characters 
So it's, I, I believe what the therapists would call a healthy coping mechanism. <laughs> I, uh, I would agree on that. I would definitely agree on that note. Facts. And so. Because, yeah, there's definitely... I have, I promise I have never killed a child prince, uh, but there are, there are a lot of uh, aspects, both good and bad, within the character shatters that are, that came from me, that I didn't realize until like 30 sessions in. Mm -hmm. Same for trouble. I've come to realize trouble selfish, like... Really? You think you think Trouble's selfish? Yeah. She she's selfish and she's hypocritical. She's a she's a nice person. Is she necessarily a good person? Honestly, not really. Like she does good. She likes to do good and she likes to be a nice person. But as as I told you already, Thomas, at the end of the day, uh her loved ones come first. Um uh, like I said, she's very selfish. Um, it's, she... it's interesting that for trouble, having your loved ones viewed as precious or on a pedestal, as opposed to everyone else around you, would be considered selfish i understand it it's just it's i just it's interesting that you say that so it's, it's sort of a uh, hang the world this is what matters to me all the rest of it can burn so interesting i you're i'm very much looking for your interactions with 21 uh vox and most importantly with dalaran I, I think there might be more connections there than I initially thought. It's going to be very interesting. Because my goal is to make Dalaran a much different character. He came off strong, and he's beginning to realize that there was not only probably another way, but he might have been too too hasteful. Because Dalaran's a patient man, but upon learning certain things about 21 and also an opportunity with Blake... Sometimes some people just can't help themselves, you know? So, not a, the great words of um, Shatters and the Simic you fought, uh, things sometimes just don't go as planned. Never according to plan. Never goes as planned. It really doesn't. So, um... I'm I'm just I'm very have to bide my time again, but I'm which yeah. I, I know that like your main priority is Blake, but I, I do hope that like you'll take some contracts, explore the other cities, got some like I've got I got some major intertwining side quests, as you've been seeing with uh some stuff for Lore of the Seven and Lich Lore. I got some important things coming up, some important events. That will, I learned this from Connor, only get worse as time progresses. The quests will always be there, but they will just be more challenging as time goes on. Well, yeah, that's sort of the thing. It's got to be like a, you got to balance get, getting stuff done and like managing your time well. Like, oh, we can do all this, all of this really fun stuff. But like, there's this other thing over here that's 
just kind of been going on, like, yeah. that we haven't really dealt with. Which, um, when, when things begin to slow down a little bit, I have not forgotten about your, uh, your little thing with hell. I've got uh, some yeah. interesting things to come from that soon. Yeah, like... I mean, like... I mean, like, Trouble specifically, like... She's fine as long as she, you know, stays alive. She's, she doesn't have to worry about the Nine Hells too much as long as she stays alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, You've got that he, to deal with, a druid because her and Mr. A have a deal, you know? When I die, you get me. Not before that, when I die. Like. Uh, and when he gets you. Which will be interesting, too, considering that you have a planeswalker spark. It's just, uh, for some reason, that just reminded me of the, the quote from Line and Schmeergle's uh, one shot. Uh, Trouble said, When I go, it will not be quietly. Oh, that's such a baller line, dude. <laughs> it was. It didn't help the fact that I was like crying my eyes out when I said it. Um, oh, that's yeah. like one of my favorite Trouble quotes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. A, getting, uh, getting some interesting stuff. Which I will say, there will be two possible opportunities to loophole around that. Um, but that mainly on, depends on what you decide to do with uh, with like. It'll be very interesting. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of there's lots of things that can be done about that situation. We could just go to the nine hells and kill Mister A. That'd be fun. I don't. I I cannot express to you, Echo, how much I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> what, you don't want to go back to hell? I'm the road trip to no! the nine hells. No, such a fun experience. I died, and then I got bound to this dude, Ashy Sock. Yeah, we're higher level now, though. No, what, like, that, I want you all to ask yourself, what what happens when a planeswalker decides to go on an evil path. I don't know, but technically, technically, that is a route we could go, right? Just, like, murdering Mr. A? Because if we kill him in the Nine Hells, isn't he, like, gone gone? Like... That's a good, that's a good theory. Like, if I kill him, he can't get my soul, so... Yeah, it would be, you know, that's, 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 that's an interesting theory. Um, like I said, I... I know where my options are for my end goals with uh, with you. Mm-hmm. Out of out of everyone's arc, which I am excited for, yours probably has the most definitive end goal, but I think it's a decently fitting end to your character should you want or take it. Mm-hmm. For for how stalwart and good your character has been defying the odds given her fiendish form and everything else. I've got I've got some interesting plans. I've got some interesting plans. Um, and also depending on what happens, uh, one person may or may not be able to come with you. So the nine hells? Uh, I never said your end goal was me to be in the nine hells. That's a, that's a yeah. negative end goal. And then I get to have some fun with your character. <sighs> But there is another option 
that I view as a much more satisfactory end that I'm excited to introduce once the time comes. And I will say there is a reason that only you and Shmirgle of all people receive the Planeswalker Spark and no one else has. That is a much more important thing than you realize. So, um, but yeah, and as for Shatters, though, no, there are a few happy endings, but uh, most of them will end in heartbreak. Okay, but but <laughs> it'll make for good story elements, it'll force a character to make a very difficult choice. So, I have a feeling. Mm, I don't. I don't know if this is what it is. I don't. I'm hoping this isn't what it is. But you, you keep talking about that difficult choice that someone's gonna have to make, and I'm wondering if like it's it has to do with like Simic. And like 21's gonna have to choose, or someone's gonna have to choose. No, it'll be like 21's gonna have to choose between Shatters or Seven. Like who who 21's gonna save? I really hope it's not that. That's gonna it suck. It could be. I don't want I don't it to be that. <laughs> Anything but that, please. So I'm more excited when Symbia's finally get introduced. I've been sitting on that for a hot minute. So. But uh, yeah. Um uh, final question that I have is uh, what are you expecting in some of the sessions to come? Are, is there anything specific you would like to have happen? Uh, so on and so forth. There was that inn I told you about a long time ago. That Where you had your... That Trouble used to frequent in Vanalia. It would be fun if the party got to stay there while we were there. <laughs> fun for the party or fun for you with the barmaid? <laughs> I mean, trouble. Trouble is a taken woman now, so like, okay. doesn't mean she's not going to flirt, but you know. Okay. I don't know. Like, trouble. Trouble. For the majority of her life, she lived in Benali, and she was pretty well known there. So I think it would just be fun to have right. her be like pretty recognized. No, it uh, definitely, definitely would be. Um, also, I can't wait to yell at my dad. Oh, dad. And see my brother again! And his wife! Oh, it's great. It'll be great. Family reunion. Oh, we gotta figure out... Echo, you're gonna... Trouble's gonna have to ask uh, her brother when uh, him and Emil parted ways, and if he has any idea... Oh, yeah! We gotta... Just we gotta yeah, just like... See. Is that, is that's that, not is, to say that Emil isn't in Benalia. <gasps> Would he be in Benalia? We want to find out. We don't know. Uh, it'd be cool if he was. Honestly, uh, I would not be upset if if um, Josh brought Emil back. Like that would that would I would not be upset with a character change if it was that specific one. Twenty <laughs> one's uh, grown on me though. Oh, I, I love twenty one, but at the same time, Mountain Man. Who do you think would win the fight, 21 or Emil? Emil. That would be 
Oh yeah, Emil's got like the spirit of something within him. <laughs> like he could tear twenty one in half. Like belly split where the belly button is. Just like yeah, tear all sheet of paper. All he has to do is get his hands around twenty one, and it's over. Like yeah. now, if twenty one can stay out of his reach. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> How fast can twenty one run? Um, but as as soon as all oh yes, as soon as as the arms lock around twenty one, it's over. He's he's mush. Speaking of death, I'm excited <laughs> to fake mine. I know. I, I want. I I. I'm so serious. I want. I want to. I want to fake my death, and then just pretend to be someone else. I want to. I want to pull an L Ray. Except we'll all still know that it still shatters. Yeah. But you, you'll, we'll have to like call you by by your new name and all that type of stuff. Yeah. I don't know what exactly I'm gonna turn into if it actually works. Um. I don't know. I think I think I still want the same thing to happen where uh you guys kill me. You guys say that you killed me. So that there's 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 no chance of like oh she ran away, we don't know where she is. Interesting things. We could pull we could pull an L ray and just leave like a, a crispy burnt body somewhere, a little small crispy burnt body. Just put a just put a roast chicken. <laughs> just a roast chicken. <laughs> I mean, uh, it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll definitely, it'll definitely be interesting. I got um, I got some fun interactions lined up. I think. Um, but yeah, noted. Uh, I will say, I am, I am excited to finally like run you all through some contracts when we get the chance. Because I think at some point I'm just gonna like vibe for them and just be like, these are your contracts. What do you want to do? <laughs> so. That is one thing I will say. We had we had the opportunity to do contracts in like the first portion of the campaign. But at the same time, it kind of felt like we were on a little bit of a time crunch. So it was kind of like, we got to do these more important things. We don't really have time to do contracts. So like- That's fair enough. Fear was holding us back from doing that. No, that's just, I mean, that's, that's what it was. Like we, yeah. it's like, okay, we've seen that when we leave stuff, bad things happen. So we're gonna, essentially ignore all of the side quests to progress the main plot because otherwise bad things happen. And that's fine. Like you, you did, you presented, um, Zariel from rising to uh, Ascension to try and start a war in hell. So. Yeah. Like, um, God, I will say that I thought of like, so you've, you've played Assassin's Creed. Nope. Uh, um, oh, you haven't? Nope. All right. Um, I don't know what to equate it to then, but essentially it's going to be similar to, um, in order to find like the boss leader's location, you have to like defeat like these lieutenants. So I'm thinking about doing that with speakers and with each speaker you defeat, you learn more specific things for said person. Yeah. So I'm like, I think that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the map be like a twist and instead of leading it to Dalaran, it's going to be like, you know, basically frequently visits. However, it's just like, ah. Uh, just man. telling us all the secrets here? 
I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm saying like, I'm toying with that idea. Like, I don't know if it'd be feasible yet. Are we gonna visit Dalaran's vacation home, like his summer <laughs> home? <laughs> like, as, his... I, as I have this close to twenty-one, Dalaran can take many forms. And that scares me. He can I go to that. many places. Like you know, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he does a vacation home. You know, maybe he's just chilling. It's just a beach house. Yeah. We, we go to we go to his beach house. That that's your beach episode. You all get to meet down on the beach. You all talk about it, and life is good. <laughs> I think that's reasonable. Downer is a reasonable guy. Mm, Please no, he's not. enjoy the beach. There, I, trouble has a very small list of people she wants to kill. Dollaran is now on it. Um. Dalaran, Kair, her dad, but sometimes. I've got I've got an interesting thing for Kair. I've got a very, very interesting thing. If if we catch Kair. It's on site. Like No, if we catch him, I wanna talk to him. It's oh, so now you wanna talk to the NPC. Now you wanna ask questions. Meanwhile. No, no, I don't want no, I don't want to ask him questions. I want to tell him. I want to tell him that Vizic would hate him if he was still alive. I want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> Not but like Let's for trouble first. Not for trouble. Like we see Kair, it's on site. He doesn't get to he doesn't get to get away again. Like Oh yeah, it's he he kind of like can't redeem himself because he killed uh Schmeergle's parents. And, and like I mean, he didn't, he didn't do it with his own hand, but he was complicit, compliant. No, he, inci- but he incinerated. Uh, yeah, he didn't incinerate. He incinerated, he incinerated Schmiggle's parents, Avery's husband. Um, I mean, he gave you the option to talk. No, no. He, he came no. to you proposing a deal. He's like, no. I really think you guys should take it. Like, you don't know what you're messing with. You were like, his, no, he was like, his, I mean, him I and his boys were all world domination. No, no. He he may have been with the crowd who went further than he anticipated. However, given the chance, I would have killed him there on the ship. <laughs> no, no, neither me as a player or Trouble is interested okay. in conversing with. Kair anymore. Well, I have a question then. We gotta kill him. Here's question. If Kair came to you of his own accord with information on Blake, and you just wanted to talk, you would just kill him? No, I would sit. I would sit. <laughs> Here's what trouble would do, okay? She'd be like, oh yeah, sure, come on, let's go talk. We can work something out, get the information, and then kill him. It's a deceit. Yeah, she no. would, uh, as she has done, she would, uh, you know, spew hot acid down his throat like she did with those other two dudes. I love your, your tone shift from just ready to go and you, you just paused. I'd sit down. <laughs> no, it's like trouble, trouble, trouble. Has, she, she has had like quite the quite the perspective shift uh, since Kair was in the party. Mm. Last, last Kair remembers Trouble was a was a fairly, you know, diplomatic, like, ready to sit down and discuss nice lady. 
she's not anymore. I mean, she's a, she's a nice lady. Um, not to him, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, she's... Her list of people. Kair's at the top. Okay. We got, um... Interesting ideas. <sighs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm sitting on the moment when you can start fighting higher-end Simic projects. I'm sitting on it. So, Shatters, Shatters knows. Shatters knows some of the caliber of what you'll have to deal with later. Yeah... I'm very excited for, for lots of the the more like talky talky stuff once we oh, get yeah, to next session is pretty much only gonna be RP. Oh yeah. my next, god. Like the next two to three sessions will only be our RP. I'm very excited for like the the like like gathering of information and like perhaps negotiations with certain people and all that in Benali. I'm very excited for that. Which I, I may end up taking a week off for that, mainly because that's my weakness. Like, I had to consult Leon uh, for the peace talks and everything else, because I just hate politics in general. So anytime anything like that pops up, and I love Ricky, but especially when he gets nitpicky about government, I want to shoot myself so bad. It's so good, though. Like, his whole spiel as Xyler was so perfect. God. No, Ricky can pop off when it comes to anything political. I'll give him that. He's a he's a goddamn genius. It was, it was good. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know how to, like, keep up improv-wise. It was just, like, my articulation for this stuff. Anything else? Yeah, I, I got you. But this? What the fuck it's do so I much, say to that? I'll just agree. So like, much... It sounds right. If I say no, I sound dumb. Yeah, it's just so much talking. So, yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy being a spectator when it comes to that kind of stuff in in games or books or anything like that. Participating in it via RP. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like my brain just like short circuits. It can't. It can't do it. <laughs> I. I... Feel that honestly, I definitely feel that you are not alone. I promise you. Even if like DM trying to create it when again, like it's, it's something I, I have actively stayed away from for a long time. It is trying. So, but um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's a wrap. Uh, if you have time after this, I want to talk to you about some some item stuff. Other than that, you're uh, you're good to go. Um, is there anything else you wanted uh, to close off with before I uh, wrap up? Or um, I'm gonna kill Kair. <laughs> bold, bold, uh, bold statement. I like it. I like it. Fuck the Simic. All my homies hate the Simic. Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 yeah, Simic's not. Oh, my homie, the Simic. <laughs> nah, see, because you know what? If if any, like, I don't know, any of the Simic doctors, I don't know what the fuck they're called, if they see me, 
they're not going to be like, oh, that's a person. They're going to be like, oh, that's just one of the experiments. And that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, I I, I'm, I feel, like, from, from a player perspective, I feel like Shatter's, like, is it's going to be seen as a person now? Like, she, she's part of Project Indigo. She is an experiment that has that is not done with. Um, and that, that's, that's, that's not cool. That is very uncool of the Civic to do that. Very, it's not very cash money of them, is it? It's a little nar-nar, honestly. Nar-nar. Um, I mean, no, that, that's reasonable, but like, I mean, look at it this way. In clinical trials, while we look at the animal as sentient and that they should not have to go through too much, I mean, they at the end of the day, they are just that experiment. So, I mean, with Simic doing what they did to you, in a way, you technically shouldn't be in pain. You shouldn't have felt anything. If anything, Desmith and 21 are the ones who interrupted the procedure contributing to why you're so fucked up right now. Now, Simic's just evil. I mean... They're evil. Are they? They're evil. Any any sort of organization that feels it needs to say the, 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 the ends justify the means or whatever, whatever the fuck, uh, they're evil. But they're saving their advancement trouble. They offer health care. The ability doesn't to matter. breathe underwater. It doesn't matter. Remover, the removal of cancer. They could probably heal you if you went to them. This is a situation, you know, you know, you know, in Thor Ragnarok, where it's revealed that, like, the, the, the piece of uh, Asgard is, like, built upon like the the death and destruction of multiple civilizations that that oppose the rule of the Asgardians. But it's like, oh, yeah, everything's everything's peaceful. Doesn't matter about all the dead people, you know. It's a similar situation like nah, you're bad. You're, you're bad. I mean, I think the kid who had all of his deformities cured by Simic would disagree with you. Well, the kid with deformities isn't here, is he? Yeah, he's is not he? here. <laughs> no, he I isn't. Mean, good for him. Okay, good. No, no, good for him that he's he feels better now. But like, also, like, fuck Simic. I mean, what about all my homies hate Simic? I don't want to hear it anymore, Thomas. <laughs> all my homies hate there Simic. Some people that would disagree with you on uh, how how evil Simic is. Simic Pretty is sure evil. The just bio-creation of water in a place that has been in a drought for the last, like, year would disagree with you. Pretty sure all these... I'm sure they would. Too bad for them. ...people on the outskirts of Benalia. I'm sure they would. Too bad for them. I'm sure they would. Too bad. Too bad. Suffer. <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> like, that's some, that's Nazi shit, okay? That's Nazi shit. That's what Simic <laughs> is. That's what Simic is. Are they though? <laughs> yeah, they're like that one Nazi doctor who experimented on twins and like did all that crazy stuff. Yeah, that's what Simic is. 
talking about the guy under Zola from Age of Ultron, Avengers? I No, there was a real Nazi doctor that experimented on uh, identical twins. In oh, order to- that's... The, okay, never mind. My bad. I, see, I'm talking about real life. life here, Thomas. Real life. Ah, damn. My one weakness. Real life. <laughs> Reality. <laughs> Shit. No. We tried to end like seven different times in the past 20 minutes, so we just keep talking. No. Get it away. Get it away. <laughs> I'm allergic. To reality. Uh, well, uh, that said, uh, we will end at that. Uh, so, that said, good morning, dear listeners. Thank you for listening. If you're to listen to us, or uh, we are the final thoughts in your head before you enter the dreamscape. Thank you for taking time and uh, joining us on this journey. Uh, stay safe, spread the love, and uh, peace. Have a good night.